Welcome back to the Boys Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Schaefer, back again with my regular season co-host. Say hi to him. How's it going? Glad to have you, Sloan. And you may think this is just a normal podcast, but no, this is live from Boys Weekend. We have nine of the ten Dynasty teams here live. They're going to talk through their teams, maybe, depending upon availability. But you're going to get a lot of reactions today, a lot of conversation. Maybe no one listens to this because they're all here, but uh, we're glad to have you. Any thoughts? I think it's good that we're recording for On Good. Yeah, right? yeah. On Good will love this one, yeah. He'll have real FOMO for next year when he, when he comes back. So it'll be a good episode. I'm looking forward to, to hearing from everybody. We'll talk a little bit of news, maybe middle end, but... I think the majority of this is just the preseason preview to get everybody ready for the start of the year, get people's insight on how they're feeling about their teams, and of course we'll do our check-ins throughout the year. So we'll start with Colin Marsh. Colin, here, talking team. Colin, how are you feeling about your team this year? Give us your thoughts. Um, yeah, my team is not great. Uh, <laughs> um, but, so my quarterback situation is is very... Uh, I, I'm very pleased with it. I have Herbert Wilson and Carr, and I'm going to be able to... Derek Carr, top 10 fantasy quarterback this year. You heard it, you heard it here first. Um, so I'll have those three to rotate. The news out of the uh, Washington football team commander's camp is not great for Antonio Gibson, which I, you know, we've talked in this podcast a little bit about, you know, how much value do you add based on the training camp. And I actually think it... Is very important how they perform in training camp. So uh, I'm not thrilled with what I am seeing <laughs> and hearing about Antonio Gibson becoming the primary kick returner. Uh, so that makes me a little bit nervous. Starter, starting kick returner. Thank God. Oh, we maybe you can get six for yeah, kick yeah. return. Yeah. for kick return. Yard. Did we get that? I think you league? can add it as a stat. I, but we haven't had it last year. He might become like a third round draft pick if we did it. Yeah, right, because I got you know. You got some kick returners. I got some. Kick <laughs> Um, I'm happy about having Javante this year, and I think Miles Sanders has a good year as a running back, um, even if he's not scoring the touchdowns. I think if he can get two or three touchdowns this year, he'll have a good year. Um, and then my wideouts, it doesn't look great, but I'm actually kind of okay with where I sit. C.D. Lamb is going to – the volume is going to be there on an offense that's going to score a lot of points. Thielen's had a good camp. He's old. But everybody, you know, that coverage is shifting over towards Justin Jefferson, and Thielen's going to get that one-on-one coverage, and I expect him to score a few touchdowns, make a couple plays. Um, I want to talk about the loss of Cooper Cup because that yeah, is something you got to How do you feel in. about the trade now that it's been – you made it right at the oh, end wow. of the NFL season. It's been rookie draft, training camp, preseason almost over. Would you do it now at this point? Would I do it now? The creaking in the background is Dylan constantly opening the door to go outside to the keg. So, um, probably not. I think if I were to do it, if I were sitting right here, I would not do the same thing that I did previously. Why? Um, because I think Cooper Cup and Debo still have some good in them, you know. But I'm happy with the haul that I got. But now, you know, obviously seeing Gibson uh, maybe underwhelm. Is, is a little bit scary. So time will tell. I also, everybody is out. Everybody didn't like my trade with Mike for that six overall pick, but I am very thrilled that I have Cole Komet on my team now. I think he's going <laughs> to pop off this year. 
Uh, Kenny, Kenny Galladay, I'm, you know, it, yeah. I thought that that contract. Oh, wait, wait. Even now. <laughs> Kenny Galladay has been invisible is the latest uh, headline in the <laughs> So that's good. Um, but happy with Lazard. Robert Woods, they're saying, might be the number one guy there in Tennessee with Traylon Burks, you know, doing whatever he's doing. So I don't know. We'll see. I think I think I'm a maybe a six to an eight finish this year, which is okay. Uh, I sold my first round pick for last year, so now it's just you know about the rebuild. With you talking about your team right now, I want to bring up: Did we ever decide if the number one seed, air quotes, going into mm. the playoffs gets an advantage, like a half point or a point and a half advantage? Did we decide on that? I think we gave like a half point table point for the one seed okay. so that they could like tie break it. So right. Yeah, yeah. There was no. Uh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. No worries. Yeah. It was fun. The playoffs were awesome. It was a lot of fun. I liked the, the format that we had, um, even is, though yeah. it didn't favor me as the one seed last year. And we did change up the playoffs this year, right? We're doing them earlier. Is that correct? Yeah, because we had bye weeks in the playoffs last year, yeah. Yeah. so we're getting rid of that. Mike, how did you feel about the trade uh, for the 1.06 for Cole Komet and Galladay? Are you still feeling good about that now? or? Yeah, I mean, when I, when I saw that Colin was interested, I had to play it cool and not rush it in case, you know, didn't want to spook him, but I was very hopeful that uh, I could close the deal. And, yeah, I mean, I like Cole Komet a lot. That's why I had him rostered, but uh, it was value I couldn't pass up, so, yeah. Who who'd you end up taking with that? I was either uh, Garrett Wilson or uh, Jameson. I think it was Jameson. Jameson. Jameson yeah, Those were back to back. Yeah, he's dead. That sucks for me. Yeah, but yeah. How do you feel about? I I feel like you've got some like weird older players maybe in like Thielen, Waller, Woods, a few guys that are maybe like on the edge of holding value, but at the back end of your career. I'd say you're probably in like the tier two, three of com- of teams this year. For sure. Do you think that <laughs> fucking door? <laughs> do you think that um, you'll try and sell them off, or do you just want to? I feel like Mike's team is destined for the bottom. Are you going to try and sell them off, or are you like, I'll hold and then you know see what happens? Yeah. Um, no. Part of the reason why I made that trade with you in the first place is because I looked at my roster and I, I thought to myself that everybody is old, so I need to get <laughs> somewhat younger. Um, so my quarterback situation is going to keep me relevant, I think, as I go through my my transition. But I will continue to get younger now, and I will start to value draft picks a little bit more than I think I have in the past. Um, last year was my go-for year, and it sucks that I didn't totally come out on top. So now I'm undergoing the, the rebuild, and but it, I'm going to try to remain as, as viable as possible through the rebuild. Are you still shopping Derek Carr? I know you yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, bit. for the right price, anybody's available. Okay. You know? What would be your like ideal Derek Carr trade right now? I think uh, I think first round. Uh, Brian's one. I mean, yeah. if you want, yeah. yeah. I was say you, you just give me. <laughs> oh, your right. ask okay. We're gonna do this right see. now. Uh, I would need draft capital in the first round. I would do. You know what I would do? Live trade talks on the pod. Oh, <laughs> your quarterback situation. You know what I would do? What would you do? What would you do? Tell him the suspense. Let's see on Kenny Pickett. I would do Kenny in a first, your first next year for um, 
Derek Carr. Let me, let me pull up Keep Trade Cut. <laughs> oh, slam. <laughs> the calculator <laughs> is in order. I, I love Kenny Pickett. The, I think I think the calc's gonna say that. It just you know it'll. <laughs> Kenny Pickett, my twenty-three for. Mm-hmm. Yours. Yeah, I, know. I don't know if you have any others. <laughs> I don't. He doesn't. Interesting. Okay. Yes. That's a that's a starting okay. point at least. I yeah. think it's a good starting point. That would uh, yeah, what that do? That for would us? favor Colin a lot. Yeah. 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 I'm sure Derek Carr and Kenny Pickett are about valued the same. They are. Yeah. yeah. Really? Derek Carr is uh, 4,500 and Kenny Pickett is uh, about 4,200. Hmm. Jeez. Wow. I think that's, that's a little. That's surprising. That's a little. You think Kenny Pickett's too high. Let's go on. I think Kenny Pickett's too high. Let's go on to Shanzi. Or it could be yeah, pull up the premium I, trade calculator. Yeah, Stop. the one that I pay seventy five dollars <laughs> for. What's his uh, What's his finishes? The finishes for old Derek Carr. He has never finished below QB twenty or above QB twelve. So that's consistency. Solid. That's that's eight years of QB two players. Historically, right there. I'm showing the guys the all time value for Derek Carr right now, and he's kind of at the highest he's ever been. So let's let's have him. You know, first two weeks, three hundred three touchdowns. Let's Maybe you give your 23 second back, you know, then and that's it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Um, this has it as a sol- the slightest of wins for me. So it has a plus 1% value change for me and a minus 1% value change for Derek, for Colin. For Derek but this thing, it was glitching a little bit, so it didn't have a 2023 first option. So I picked a 2024 first. So when you like okay. add in it, like devalues as you get farther right, away. Right. So if you add on a couple hundred points onto, yeah, for it being a twenty twenty three, it'd be essentially an even. Yeah, slot. and I think if that's so. why you, I mean, no offense to you, but your pick might be a little bit higher than it most. might be. It might um, be. So that puts me in a spot to maybe pick up a quarterback. Like or, that's, a, that's not an unfair deal. I mean, yeah. Brian. No, I think it could really help. The you. the trade calculator Brian is referring to is his paid subscription to. Dynasty nerds, um, so just a heads up. It's maybe a little bit better than Keep Trade Cut. I think we've. I'm begging you guys to stop paying for Dynasty services. It destroys your expected value in terms of payback. Just out it's of not the about the money, Michael. It's not about the money. Oh my! No, it's about the product. You're spending all your money at Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, it's just about the process. Last place, last place. You might as well buy a Dynasty Waffle House instead of finishing Waffle House. You'll get to hear later why why I won't be at Waffle House. So. Oh, oh wow! Okay. What a what a sneaker! Somebody hey. has to go. You realize that, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mike's I'm sorry for petitioning to, to lower the punishment okay. at this point. Any other questions for Colin? No. Uh, just curious about Derek Carr and, and the loss of Cooper Cup. How that you know? Yeah. How that affects your team. Yeah. Gotcha. Thanks. Cooper Any Cup other? is going to have a terrible year. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I mean, it depends on Matt Stafford's elbow, honestly. So no, no. That's he'll, a he's going to be. I think. Yeah. All right, who All are we right. talking about next? All right, cool. Thank you for joining, Colin. We'll take another person at the table. Matt Kenny, you haven't heard from him yet, but you're about to. Matt, we're heading into the season. Big year. Good draft for you this year. How are you feeling about this uh, this upcoming 2023 season as we head into the start of it? Yeah, uh, really excited about my draft. Um, I think getting Kenny Walker was huge for me. Um, his hernia situation isn't great, um, but I'm very encouraged with everything that Pete Carroll's been saying about him, that he like likes Kenny Walker as a three-down back, um, and the more he's on the field, just the better it helps me. Um, love James Cook. Super excited I got uh, Jalen Tolbert 
in Dallas in the third round. I think that was an incredible steal. Um, like I've said before, I think my top seven go toe-to-toe with anybody in the league. Um, Lamar, Tom, Najee, David Montgomery, A.J. Brown, T. Higgins, Mark Andrews. Um, it's after that where I drop off quite a bit. Um, trying to get expectations, like high expectations and stuff from rookies is going to be tough. Like I need between Tolbert and Cook and Walker them to be kind of impressive. I need Kadarius Tony to like take the reins and put old man Galladay out of his misery and just get all the passes in New York. Um, you know, Cordero Patterson, he's giving me shades of what he did last year. Maybe <laughs> okay. Maybe Julio does kind of something halfway relevant, but I will say one guy I'm super excited about on my team. Um, I got him last year. It's Josh Palmer on the Chargers. Obviously uh, being a Chargers Homer, guy. Homer. <laughs> my, I'm gonna say it right now. Mike Williams will suffer a devastating injury. <laughs> he just got he just got a contract. It happened right when he came into the league too. Like with stuff, it's guaranteed to happen. Palmer will then become the number two in L.A., and I would love to have the number two receiver on the Chargers. So yeah, I uh, one thing I'd like to point out. I think you have the uh, you get the award for best undrafted rookie pickup on your taxi squad. Do you know what I'm talking about? You talking about Isaiah Likely? Oh yeah, I think that guy. I think he's gonna be good. Obviously, Mark Andrews is taking that tight end spot right now. But I mean, if anything happens to Mark Andrews, I feel really good about having his backup. Yeah. Um, you know, same thing if anything happens to um, Lamar Jackson. I've got Tyler Huntley, and he. You know, buy into whatever you want in the preseason. He's 29 of 32 so far. A lot of throws going to Isaiah Likely. Yeah. And he's really nice. doing well. Playing great. <laughs> oh, 100, yeah. 100 yards and a touchdown last weekend. And a half of football. It's great. All right. Give me my beer, Tommy. I'm telling Tommy to turn around right now because he, uh, we just went from, we just came from paintball. Tommy did the gauntlet <laughs> running through. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he's got about 15 welts on his, on his, on his upper body, it looks really good. <laughs> and a band aid uh, uh, on his elbow. Yeah. <laughs> you got the band aid on the elbow. Right, back to you, Matt. Sorry, Matt. Bit of a distraction. Uh, it's all good. Matt, you got a you got kind of a weird team. I don't. I don't think. I don't. Ugh. I mean, I think if everything falls the way, like it'd have to be crazy good. I honestly feel like I'm going to be just like this past year, like outside looking in in terms of like the playoffs. Um, I don't think I'm in that like upper echelon of, you know, Josh's team, Tommy's team again, um, or like what Sloan's like starting group is capable of. So I think if I'm going to be making the playoffs, I'm hunting for the fourth seed and like trying to sneak in. And I just don't know how consistent my team can be com- like competing with Colin and Austin and yeah, kind of yeah. in that group. So I don't know. I think I'm going to be. A, a, a fairly mid team. I think we need to go back and do an analysis of last season and the preseason expectations for each team going into the season and seeing how that played out. Because mm-hmm. I think back to at least Brian. I know we were all pretty high on Brian's team going into the into the season, and then it's just part of that was my own fault. Each one think trades. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. He, he got a little trade happy. Yeah, yeah. He, sold, I, he sold it. Every time it was, I see it was, McCaffrey, it was fun. It was Matt Jones' high uh, season. Yeah. I, it was a lot of fun. That McCaffrey but... trade, my goodness, just. With Which I'm Ruggs glad I did it. and Rieger. If I hadn't done it, I would have been in last by even more. 
Yeah. Yeah. You did get okay draft capital out of that. Yeah. So could have been worse. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you had the best draft of the the year this last year. Yeah. Matt, how are you feeling about, for example, a player like Tom Brady? Maybe one or two years left. Probably your window doesn't fall in that. Are you? Is that a guy you're looking to move? Maybe for like, uh, you know, say Sloan comes to you and says, "Hey, I'll give you Kirk Cousins for Tom Brady straight up, or Jared Goff and uh, 2024 second for Tom Brady." Is that a move you're kind of thinking about making to, you know, get a little bit more security at the position long term? Are you happy having Tom Brady on your team? I like I like having Tom Brady on my team. I think my relative timeline because our trade deadline is what week ten. Thought about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the deadlines are going to be around week ten or week eleven, like shortly before the playoffs. I think my benchmark is going to be because you know stuff happens in the first four or five weeks of the season. I think if my team like looks like I'm going to be realistically in the playoffs around like week four, five, six, then I might try and like acquire some stuff to like make a push mm-hmm. otherwise like if i'm it appears like i'm going to be outside looking in i've already i already have like three or four guys that i'm like very content with trying to sell off to to rebuild so tom brady being number one on the list i think there's a trade potentially between you and sloan for old tom that'd be i don't want him why because the guy retired and then came back he could be done and i i mean if Mike's rolling his eyes, hand in the face. Mike, what are you thinking over there? The the reason you would want Tom Brady would be like, it's a, if if he gives me the opportunity to win this season. Yeah, right. I yeah, would yeah, talk yeah. to you about him, it'd be but a, I don't it'd think be a rental thing. But I don't know. I don't rental, but it's a yeah. It's it's worth it. It's it, one of the, it's like I, one of those it's like one of those MLB trade deadline things where you like give off a prospect for some dude to help you on the back half. To try I, win the I would trade away the next two seasons of my team to win this year. Like how many? How much value does it? A championship season have like how many seasons are you willing to give up to dollar are you taking dollars I'm talking like pride if I could just trade away all my draft picks and then guys who would be useful next season to win this season that you would take that right yeah would you do it for the next season the season after that as well I would probably trade away two to three seasons to win a championship Two to three seasons. Like I, where I would have I think no shot in winning the next three That's seasons. probably what you're going to have to do in order to yeah. win. Cause oh, you're, yeah. you're, I feel like Tom Brady uniquely fits Sloan's team, though. Like, Sloan is one of the few people who can win this year but doesn't have... Like, could like I, if anything holds him back, it'll be quarterbacks. Tom yeah. Brady is a definite upgrade over his starters right now. But he also may not need Tom Brady to win. I, you never know. But I feel like Sloan's team fits Tom Brady well. It's the timeline. Matt, Mike, you had your uh, hand in your face. What were you thinking of Sloan's takes on Tom Brady? I mean, we. it's too late for him to back out. Like, he's going to play this season. I know he'll play this season, yeah. So, I mean, he fits your team's timeline. You've got one to two years left. You guys are talking me into... Trade yeah, we're to helping get out Tom Brady right yeah. now. It's not a bad trade. It's a good. Tom could very well be top five this season. I mean, you yeah. and you and you and Austin are the two people that I would trade Tom. Like, would be yeah. the first two people I contact about Tom Brady. I'll so. talk to you after this podcast. We'll yeah. see what we yeah. can do. Yeah. We're doing live trade help here. Sloan needs Absolutely. it more than anyone. The live podcasts are so much more fun than doing it over <laughs> Zoom and just being in the same room, and it just makes it a lot more fun. Yeah, it's a ball. Well, Matt, any other thoughts on your team you want to provide or any other thoughts from the group on Matt's team that you want to voice before we move on? 
think so. I, I honestly will say I think I'm going to be a lot more aggressive this season in the trade market. To win or to, like, my Just making way. moves in general. Yeah, you might even respond to a couple of my texts within 24 hours, so we'll see how it goes. It's also <laughs> tough when you text me on a Tuesday at, like, 9.30 a.m. when I'm yeah. in the middle of teaching, and then... Kids have their phones out. You can have yours out. I know you're a math teacher. You can talk about values with these. Yeah, players keep bring up keep that. trade cut. Little you can, to, have, you can have Sloan to, come in. Not the regular algebra. <laughs> can you pick it? First, Derek Carr, bad trades. <laughs> Dude, I've got I've got kids in my algebra two class that struggle with doing like ten times three. So, <laughs> you throw a negative in there, the world's upside down. Oh, uh, awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Matt. If you're staying, you're more than welcome to stay and join. Uh, uh, continue to, to, to pipe in. Mm-hmm. I think we'll just continue to go around the table. I'm gonna have to run and go grab someone else from the other room after we get to this one. Uh, oh, Mike's going to do it. Thank you, Michael. Brian, we'll go into you next. Obviously, a, a bit of a, a bit of a, an interesting team this year. You definitely are not the worst team, but you're definitely not in the competing zone. You just made a big old trade for Joe Burrow. You know, have some interest in Derek Carr. You know, there's the starters are, are decent, but a lot of young guys who have a few question marks about the future and even about this year. How are you feeling about 2023? I feel like uh, I, I feel like you summed that up well. I one thing that I like that I did this year is I feel like Joe Burrow is finally finally like kind of a tier one piece that my team had been lacking for a while. I feel like I now have two of those with him and, and Debo. Um, that was something that I felt like I lacked last year. Like everybody else in the league seemed to have two or three players all year that they could rely on to go get, you know, 15, 20, maybe even 25 points in, in any given week and keep them keep them in, in, in distance. And I felt like I was just, you know, hoping that my entire team got 10 points and, and kept me competitive that way. So I feel like I've now got two or three guys that I can lean on to go get, go get big points every single week. Um, Quarterback situation feels a, a little bit better than it did uh, did coming out of last year. I, I do technically have four starting quarterbacks to start the <laughs> yeah, game. <laughs> Can you name those, please? <laughs> Joe Burrow, uh, Mariota, Joe Burrow, and yeah, and Joe Flacco. Flacco, uh, what a round! I know, right? <laughs> that's that's exactly what you want. Bunch of jokes. Um, and I'm I I. I don't really think I'm out of the woods yet in terms of quarterbacks uh, because I, I definitely, you know, if Mariota or Burrow were to get injured, I'd be in, I could be in trouble. Um, if bye weeks don't work, don't line up well, I could be in trouble. But I, I feel better than I did did this time last year, and I'm just really hoping. I think for me, success this year would be uh, defined by, you know, two or three of my my young starters taking a step into being, you know being quality or, or, you know, elite fantasy players. I think you have the most three-named players on your team with two, and TDP <laughs> and DPJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I think is fun. Yeah, that is fun. Um, Geno Smith, does he – I mean, he's going to be your – would you go to him or Flacco in a, during a bye week? It'd probably be matchup-based, but I would probably go to Geno because I think Geno gets me just – the tiniest bit of rushing upside that I don't think uh, Joe Flacco gives at all, yeah. and I th- I feel like Flacco is going to be this type of backup quarterback that goes out there and goes you know ten for twenty one with one hundred and fifty yards and one touchdown, and 
and probably an interception thrown there too. And Gino has, I feel like, has a little bit more upside. But if Gino's got a tough matchup, I might go Flacco. Interesting. So yeah, I mean, I feel like you're you're good enough, Matt. You raise your hand. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Do you even think Joe Flacco is going to be the quarterback in New York by the time you would need him for a bye? Probably not. Probably not. It's good point. I think the only the only chance I would ever use Flacco is if Zach Wilson got re-injured, or if uh, you know, like a Joe Burrow were to go down in Week One, and Flacco ended up still starting in Week Two or something. The other, the other part I feel much better about is I think I absolutely crushed the draft. Like I, I feel like I would give myself an A grade coming out of that draft that couldn't have gone any better for myself. So not necessarily going to help me this year, but uh, I'm hoping to see see some returns from Brees Hall and and uh, Drake London, and you know hope for the future. Just avoid Waffle House. Yeah. You're only starting one rookie, is that right? With Currently, Brees Hall? yes. I honestly might take Brees Hall out though if okay. if, uh, Michael, if Carter. Michael Carter is going to end up being the starter. Sneaky so. good trade, honestly. I, I love. I didn't at the time. I was kind of surprised, Mike. You moved on from him, honestly, because it felt like Brees Hall at, when you traded him it was like Michael Carter back up. Are you feeling like any kind of trade remorse now that it's been a couple weeks since the trade happened? I mean, yeah, I could have gotten more for him, but not much more. He's still going to be a backup running back for his career now, so in yeah. a way, getting anything for him is two thirds. Two thirds and a fourth is pretty decent. I, One of I the thirds is mine. Yeah. So you're looking at three point oh one in yeah. a stacked draft class. Yeah. Yeah. You probably could have gotten a little bit more out of me now than you did then, but I still think it's reasonable. Yeah, you would have been pretty devastated, I'm sure, reading the news about Brees Hall playing like yeah. deep into the second quarter in the preseason. Get yeah, Mike, get that ant. Yeah. And that's I'm just I'm hoping Michael Carter tides me over until Brees Hall is ready. Yeah, honestly, Good, job, Mike. good to have the whole backfield. Mike just killed R.I.P. Ant. Yeah, R.I.P. Ant. Brian, I, I I think there's a. Are you is Waffle House even crossing your mind as yeah. a potential for this? <laughs> it, it just haunts you. It haunts you. It ne- it's never leaves you. Well, I, I, when Mike gets back here, I want to ask him. Uh, he keeps saying he's not going to Waffle House. I want to know who has to. Yeah. Well, if you're not going to Waffle House, who is? Oh, there are plenty of candidates. There who's, are. Who's and most likely outside of you? Most. In your opinion. In my opinion, um, I think Matt is up there. Ooh. Admittedly, by him. So I'm not even uh, leading that. Matt or said, well, he I said a fringe team for the playoffs. I said I'm going to be fighting playoff. for the four you, you, seed. Four, five, six is You've told me you're worried before. Uh, I think Austin's up there. Part of that. My, my text My text was, I think I'm going to be bad. Yeah. yeah I have a high pick. Yeah. I think there's a lot that, of... T- I think... I'm Matt not, wouldn't I'm be not, the first I'm team out of my mouth, be. but I, I think... Austin there's is up there as well. I, for the simple fact, wow. he doesn't have a third quarterback, so he's looking at two weeks, two bye weeks with his oh. QBs that yeah. he's Austin uh, is on one wow. leg. And... Um, you know, I'm not in love with his roster. And the best part of it is, do I think Brian? Uh, sure, but, I mean, wow. that's an obvious answer. Um, the best part of it is there's probably going to be somebody by, like, week three who's thinking they need to blow it up. So Yeah. Brian, how early last season did you decide to go to Waffle House and invest for the future? Um, I made my first big trades after week one, which I regret doing, even though I feel like I got good players in return. But I wouldn't say I was, like, full-blown rebuild until the Christian McCaffrey trade. That was the one where I was like, 
I'm done with this. Like, with yeah, you got the picks out of it. Rugs and Reader were was a potential good young players. Rugs would have been a good addition. Yeah, especially not, now. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to have Rugs right now, but yeah. Also yeah. glad I don't. That's probably <laughs> yeah. He should not be playing. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. So that's I. I shouldn't have blown it up as early as I did, but it was the Christian McCaffrey trade that was the one. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. I, 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 I hope you don't have to go to Waffle House again. I hope so, too. But assuming you're in the bottom three, do you have, like, a guy that you would want? Are you, like, a C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young? Or are you, like, I'm all in on Bijan? I feel like those are the big three in the e- Either C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, one of the quarterbacks. Just get a little bit more uh, long-term outlook. You know, if I get a Burrow and one of the two of them as my starters. That's where I would love to finish second to last. Like, not have to <laughs> right. go to Waffle House, still get one of the yeah. two quarterbacks. In this league, you want to finish like, first or ninth. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Even though we're a little anti-punishment, some of us, I think yeah. it, I think it's fun. It adds a little bit of spice to the bottom yeah. of the league. Definitely. And, and Oh, go ahead. No. Well, I'll just ask Brian final thoughts before we move on to Dylan next. Nope. That's all I got for you guys. Sweet. Thanks, Brian. Dill, welcome in. Sorry uh, we interrupted your football watching. No, that's okay. Um, You know, a little bit of a season preview. How are you feeling about uh, Josh Allen fan page Uh, heading into the 2023 season? I get so confused with your team name. All of our team names, I'm like, who the hell is who? I see Josh, I'm like, oh, it's Josh's team. I see a picture of Dylan in front of his house, I'm like, oh, that's Dylan's team, but it's Austin's team. Um, Anyway. Yeah, um, I am a little nervous. Um, because I think I'm relying heavily on, or not heavily, I'm relying on two players who haven't played a minute to be contributors. They're both coming off injuries with Etienne and J.K. Dobbins, and I'm just a little nervous about that. Have we figured out, is it Etienne or Etienne? I don't know. Okay. I think it's Etienne. Yeah. All right. But, yeah. So, I think uh, that I'm a little nervous about. Um, one player who I think... In order for me to actually be competitive with you, you being Josh, um, that would need to step up a lot, I think, is Michael Pittman. Because I don't have, like, a really good wide receiver, too. Man, option. he could. He could, he could. step up. He, I this think he, season he, to do he, it. he improved a lot from his rookie to his, whatever, second year, I we, think. And that was a transition in quarterbacks as well. Yeah. And he yeah. had a worse quarterback last year, I'd say. Yeah. Especially with this year. Yeah, so... Um, I think if he like if he took another big step forward, that would be one of the like if if someone is going to or if I am going to compete with Josh, I think that is a key player for me. Yeah, I think he got a lot of. That's like the story of your team. If he could step up, I think you mm-hmm. have a lot of people who could step up. Um, I think you need, you know, one of your. All of your running backs, I, I like DeAndre Swift, but I don't feel like he's a locked-in RB1 just no. because of the way they use him. Yeah. And so I think it's – you need – you really need two to three guys to elevate into, like, the top ten of their player positions to be a competing team. You know, Carson Wentz as your QB2 is, is definitely less than ideal. Obviously, you'll have Deshaun Watson coming back in Week 12. Yeah. Jimmy G is questionable on if he lands somewhere. Yeah, and I, I don't think he's – him and Carson Wentz, I'd say the difference is negligible. Yeah. I definitely think you have the most fun team from, like, a dynasty perspective to own, uh, just because there's so many, like, young potential. talents that are fun to, to follow, and, you know, just everything has worked out pretty well, but even with Damian Pierce, too, I feel like it's just kind of like a fun 
team to, to see what will happen. But I agree. I don't I don't think you're, you know, we talked a little bit about tiers earlier in the weekend. I think at the top it's me and Tom, and you're kind of in this second tier maybe with Sloan, you, you know, maybe, you know, I think that's its own tier as well. And then there's, like, this, this next group of, like, maybe Matt, Austin, Colin. Big middle group. Big middle group. Yeah, I feel like what who ends up. I think the top four, if I had, I'd had, I feel pretty confident in putting the four playoff teams at this point. But you know, I, I think that's the, you have a pretty high floor at the very least in terms of at least with the depth of your bench that you're likely going to be set every week with a good lineup. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I do. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I shouldn't have to worry. The the big thing will be um, bye weeks with quarterbacks. I think. Um, I'm not sure when's Josh Allen's. Seven. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah, that's, that's gonna be a tough week. Seven's gonna be tough. It's gonna tough. be a tough week for me there, um, especially if uh, Jimmy G isn't on a team. Um, you have any quarterbacks on your taxi squad? Nope. No. All right. No. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I barring injuries, I think I'm safe from Waffle House, but you definitely are. I'm so are, safe. Yeah. So I, safe. I mean. Mike's rolling his eyes like, yeah, it's on, almost man. disgusting think, to hear. No, it. I, 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 I think I, I might have to go think, to Waffle House. I think like early last season, we thought I was a lock for it, and then I ended up being eighth. Yeah, I finished eighth. So it's like okay, I did okay, but I think things can change quite a bit if like there are a couple key injuries or something like that. I just think you're so deep. It, you could lose like two guys out for the year, and I think you'd still have a good. It couldn't team. be a quarterback though. No, True. but very few teams could afford to lose a quarterback if they're contenders. And and I think even if you lost a quarterback, you're still good from Waffle House because you've got the receiver or running back depth to yeah. to manage. So, Or like Kyle Pitts. Well, I mean, he he wouldn't be the reason to go. Though. Yeah. You might have to make a trade this year, Dale. It'll be interesting to see if you I mean, I'm, are I've, willing to I'm at to one have, so far. The total. Yeah, one and a half, maybe 1.25. <laughs> Maybe three if you include <laughs> yeah, the trade and yeah, the reversal of yeah. the existing trade. So it'll be uh, it'll be fun to see. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing if you get a bit more active in our league. Mm-hmm. You know, start start actually maybe initiating a few different trades. So do you think you're going to be a little more open to trading this season? I don't know. I mean, and it, we we did the analysis of the original draft to start the league, and you did the best, um, and that's. We came to the conclusion that that's why you didn't really trade much last season. Um, but you... I just don't enjoy trading that much. Which I realize is a very integral part of fantasy football, but... I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. Because, that, yeah, I always just... Do you tough. like redraft more than Dynasty? I know you're in the league for being a part of the boys, but... Um, does it bring you more... No, no, I prefer Dynasty more. Yeah, I think everybody should. And someone was talking about it earlier. Um, it was it? I think Mike, you might have said it about. Uh, you knew someone who was doing a keeper league, and it's like, and they were. I think maybe you said they were just starting it this season, yep. and you were advising them. Don't yeah, don't keep a foot in each door. Just commit to it. Yeah, yeah. I, it sucks that we did that one year of keeper, and it's just like, damn it, we should have just done dynasty. Point? Yeah, I know I won. It is kind of like an asterisk championship because I did trade away some good, like, keeper pieces to win now, and then we never ended up keeping anyone. So yeah. It, it's, uh, it'll, it'll be, 
it'll be fun to see what happens with Dylan's team this year. I hope you, I hope you get more active. I think the more active, the more fun it is, and that's because I'm active. But you have yeah. to trust yourself in order to do that, and I yeah. don't think you do. No, I don't. I don't because, yeah, I just always think that. Like for instance, I, I just I think that people always have information that I don't necessarily have, and so it makes me not want to trade. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the same reason why I don't, or at least I don't commit to trades that much is because I just I I understand that the people generally that I'm trading with know more about this yeah. than I do. Yeah. And I, I don't like doing like, you know, one stud for, like I wouldn't want to re- send one stud for two pretty good players just because then you're just you know, splitting up the possible points, like that sort of thing. Unless it's like a really big need. Then other people want to do that, so I don't know. Right. Yeah, makes sense. What any other thoughts on your team, Dale? Uh, no, should be should be a good year. I'm looking forward, forward to, it. to it. Well, cool. We've got the next manager on the docket. The He's champ. Looking, the champ. The champ. Champ is here. Dude. Champ is here. Looking at his team for the first time, covered in welts. <laughs> <laughs> Shirts off. Looking good. Not, Bloody elbow. Not the first time I looked at it, but I haven't spent much time on it. This yeah, you year. had to do the you had to do the draft so, this year. Filled that taxi squad with a couple guys. Leave a few open just in case we yeah. decide to reopen it at some point in the season. Yeah. Tom, you're looking at your team right now. We've said that you're a contender again this year. Are you just? Are you going to take the same approach you take last year? Hold the ship steady. You made a couple trades last year. It actually worked out quite well for you. What you ended up doing. Strategy yeah. this year will be the same as last year, which is to win. To win. Amen. Another Tommy win wouldn't be a bad thing. I think that guarantees you're in the league for at least oh. six to eight more years for I sure. I, I, boys, I am hooked on I'm, fantasy football <laughs> dynasty. Okay, I love it. You love it. You don't have to worry about me leaving anytime soon. You're going to want me to leave before I leave. Okay? Really? Yeah. This is, I hey, feel like I this it. is a breaking news right now. You're the perfect You guys person. always think I don't care about fantasy football just because I don't want to make trades on a Tuesday in June. You were the perfect person to win <laughs> the first season, right? <laughs> kept yeah. You, kept you hooked in. I don't know why you guys thought I wasn't interested in this. Speaking of you winning, uh, do we have an update on what we're going to do for the trophy? You and I, we had talked about it a little bit. I've been meaning to do that for the last several weeks, and I've well, and I, it's on me too. I've been looking to it as well. But well, we want something we can drink out of. Right, so it's got to be a cup of some sort. And I think we should make it something that we can ship to each other without it breaking. I mean, I or at least bring it to something them. like this. It's going to have to be yeah. something like this size, a foot and um, a half. So like, there's just a lot of options. And I look at it, I'm like, that would work. But I'm like, it would shipping probably, it. If we shipped it, it might break. If we shipped it from Indianapolis to Seattle, yeah, yeah you're probably gonna have to do how that. How much would that be? <laughs> oh, it's not about the price of the shoe. It's about it breaking. I'm not worried something. about that. We'll package it well. So we'll figure something out. Uh, and if it breaks, it adds a little character to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Everybody could sign it, do something fun with it. Tom, any any thoughts or feelings about your team? Any positions just, of weakness? Uh, are you just really would just like to be a little bit like younger and a little more consistent at quarterback? You know. Yeah, just because I don't know what. Who are your quarterbacks? I got Aaron Rodgers, which you know, who knows when he quits and you know whatever he's gonna do. Uh, and then I got Justin Fields, who I it's hard to have confidence in a Bears quarterback. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was at least on the app. He was QB thirty one last season, so yeah. that's well. I mean, he missed a lot of time too. So. Yeah, that is but, a good point. I love some of your deeper stashes you have on the bench too, with Jake Fromm, Jordan Howard, 
Dare, <laughs> yeah. yeah you never know. Maybe two or three guys go down on those teams, and you're looking at the next yeah. starter. Mike, what are they you? on teams? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Jordan Howard is not rostered. And Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm, not rostered. Okay. Just looking okay. at my team, I think that's the one thing. Hey, Tom, this like, shows that Tommy is deep into fantasy football, right? Just a He's solid, for these another solid going to be guys. playing quarterback for the next, you know, 10 years. That's yeah. what I would like that I don't have. Just Winston, you know, meh, and then we'll see. Yeah, well, the good news is, I mean, you don't have your draft pick this year, and it doesn't really matter because your team's probably going to be fine. So you'll be so. scouting out that 2024 draft class. Yeah. You always have it in your back pocket to trade that pick if you want to make a big move to kind of – Shore up some maybe some depth, but I like the team. You got some. I mean, that Rashad Bateman and Monroe. I love those two guys as kind of like young cornerstones, especially yeah. as as flex villains. And Jamar Chase too. I mean, that was just that was such That's an incredible right, pick because yeah. I think we all just overthought it way too much. Too many pre- three preseason drops, and I think we all panicked a little bit. So good for you for taking him. Yeah. Did you have so, a strategy to only putting two people on your taxi squad? Alright. <laughs> honestly, like, I'm just looking at my team, I'm like, I don't know who I need to go out and get, really. Honestly, like, I mean, I, younger quarterback is, like, the main thing. You want to know my strategy? Now, can I get a better receiver here or there, maybe? The get uh, younger at receiver. Well, I've got those two, as you said. The trending section of the sleeper app is, is my source <laughs> of information for who I need to pick up. Yeah. It's actually pretty reliable if you're, like, not paying attention. Hey, I see 30,000 people are picking this guy up. He must be doing something good, right? Really, we don't talk about it enough, but, like, James Conner kind of saved me last year a little bit. Stud. He's a touchdown Stud. machine. Yeah. He had a couple, like, four touchdown games, I think it was. Yeah, he was a goal line guy. He was taking away all the touchdowns so, I mean, from my guy. Yeah, that could happen. That'd be great. And then I'd love to see, uh, love to see uh, what's James Robinson have a little rebound. Nice. Is he going to have any issues with ETN playing this season? I think he's got some, uh, yeah. He's at least going to be ready for week one, though, yeah. which is huge. I, I think it seems from what I've heard, Doug Peterson is a big fan of James Robinson. And I think he's a fun player to root for. I mean, undrafted rookie, I think, and was a stud in his first year. So I like your team, Tom. Honestly, I, I think, you know, even, even though you're – you're competing this year, which is worth a lot, and I, I don't think you're damned for the future like maybe a team like Sloan's is where you know, you don't have to mortgage off everything, and even after this year, I still think your guys are going to hold quite a bit of value. We've got to hope Henry and Chubb both stay healthy, too. Yeah, that's huge. I, who knows what's going on with the Browns, so <laughs> Chubb's making me a little nervous, but, but then again, he might be getting a lot of carries because, you know, they've got Jacoby Brissett for 11 weeks. Yeah, maybe. He, yeah. Brissett is, he can run, right? Mm, no, no, no. No? No, he can't run. I see Brian shaking his head yes. I think he's not terrible. No. I don't think he's a big rushing guy. He's, right. he's only had two seasons uh, over 250, or one season over 250 yards rushing. But, you know, he hasn't he hasn't played a ton of games. So those were both when he started 16. And that was about middle of the pack. For really haven't called the NFL much. So what is going on with Tom Brady? He's uh he's back this year. He's playing. No, I know, but he took like two weeks off. He was on the Mass Singer. He was on vacation. Oh, Mass Singer. Yeah. I didn't know why he was gone. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Might have to watch this year just to get Get ready for for Mike Evans. Yeah, and and honestly, I like Tom Brady potentially for your team too. We were just talking about it for Sloan's, but I think he could. If Justin Fields doesn't pan out, I I love going after Tom Brady and maybe just 
shorn of that QB, yeah. not having you to worry about it. And QB option for the next eight years or so. Yeah, on a, I mean, I think you can get a solid two to two years out of Tom Brady. I don't think he'll retire again after this year. Maybe he does, but I think it depends on how well the team does. Yeah, that team is good though. Those receivers are are really good. So I like him. I, I like him for you, Anselm. I think it could be maybe a little bit of an. Uh, eh. Trade battle between the two of you to yeah. see who gets him around after the first few weeks. Well, Tom, any other thoughts on the team before we uh, move Just on? Just itching for the season. Man. I'm so ready. ready. It's it. been a, such a long. <laughs> the off season has felt so long, so long. I feel like ready playing Dynasty is going to make it feel longer, too. It's long enough when you're just a fan of the games. Yeah, right. ready for those text messages to start pouring in, not even opening them for <laughs> five or six hours. Five or six hours? More like five or six days. <laughs> Maybe a few days. I think just seeing, once those 0.00 hits on the player when the game starts, you're like, oh, come on, like it's time to roll. Like Finally, we're actually putting some points up. I can look at these projected scores all I want, but they don't mean anything until they actually play the game. The, winning that, like the day of, just sitting there, watch, like refreshing every... <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that, boys. No, <laughs> it doesn't. Well, great. Thanks for coming on, Tom. Good to have you. Yep. Appreciate you giving a little bit of insight into your team. Yep. I think we'll move on to probably our last uh, attendant. Austin Merida is here, but... Getting a beer right now. A little scared of coming on the podcast. I think he's a little little uh, shy to have Never been recorded. on the pod. Never been on the pod. I think he's going to hold on to that. Seen, not heard. Are we going to do uh, we'll do an analysis of On Good's team after this? Um, I, we'll probably, I guess we could talk about it, maybe the four of us. Oh, yeah. Austin, do you want to be on the pod or no? I'm good, boys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give a shout First out. words from Merida. Anything you want to say? Or yeah, is well, that well, it? You good? No, sip a beer. I think he's ready to go. Mike, thanks for sitting around for this long, offering some insight. Sure. You've teased us a little bit about not being the Waffle House team this year. I feel like you've leaned into it a lot, but I'm sure the fear will creep up on you as you get a little closer to the potential of it happening. How are you feeling about your team? What moves are you looking to make heading into the heading into a long season with a bad, bad starting roster outside of the QB position? Okay, so let's get this clear. I'm still easily the most likely to go to Waffle House. But I would say my odds are less than 50%. Therefore, it's more likely somebody else goes. Yeah. Um, Wait, less than 50%? I'd say there's less than 50% chance I go to Waffle House. Well, Um, you have no... 50% versus the field? I, I, I think he's right. I'm going to lay out why I have a good shot at not going to Waffle House. As we know, I'm not making the playoffs because that's based on the points you score with your starters. God bless table format. Yep. Then again, we have what determines draft pick order for non-playoff teams, and ultimately that also includes Waffle House. That's max points. There's a difference there. Yeah. My team is set up decently for... Did we change that? Max yeah, season... What do you... It was that way last year. Like season... Or we, we changed that... What did we change? I don't think we changed that. I don't think we did. What did we do last season? I think it was just whoever finished at the bottom of the table. Yeah, at the, the end table. of the regular season. At the end of the regular Didn't season. Didn't we change it to max points? I don't no. think so. We might want to check the rules. What do you mean max points? Like, so the, the op... Are you looking at Brian? I'm going to try to find You're saying max point. fantasy points or yes. max table points? Max fantasy points. So the idea behind this is that team... It, it, the goal is that it would theoretically prevent tanking. So it would say, if you had set your best lineup every week... What would your max points have been for the season? And the team with well, max the, potential points? Yeah. Like yeah. what would have been your max points if uh, you would have started the best lineup? So it's it basically the idea is it rewards the actual worst team 
because they would have, they would have had the max points for their roster. The, the team that goes to Waffle House gets the first pick. That's how it should be. Yes, but Mike is Mike's current understanding, which Brian is validating, uh, is that. All right, I was wrong. Okay. All right. No, this is a good discussion point. No, Mike Mike has uh, realized he misunderstood and it's still the same. So the team that finishes at the bottom of the table is the team. Mike is, I think, maybe realizing he looks a little sad right now. Are you feeling sad about this? Uh, It does hurt my cause, but it's still the same concept is I have concentrated player groups for two teams, that being the Chiefs, wide receiver room, and then somewhat of a presence with the Jets receiver room. Uh, both are different offenses, obviously. The Chiefs are good. The Jets are bad. But, you know, they'll be on uh, passing game scripts a lot, losing a lot of games. Um, so the thought there is that I will have my shot getting a bunch of uh, tickets, so to speak, at random players who could pop off for, like, 30 points in a week. If I started all three of the top Chiefs receivers... You know, maybe one of them scores five points, but maybe two combined for 45 points, which ends up being worth it, uh, in my opinion. And so that's kind of the idea behind the team. Um, I'm obviously not deep in any position, but um, I've got plenty of options to choose from. And, uh, you know, I just have to be second worst. It's not like that tall of a feat. At what point does cannibalism start to really hurt your team by having too many players on what on the same team. Because you do, I'll point it out again, half of your starting lineup is on the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, if you believe in that offense, which I think you should, I I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, Three wide receivers. Yes. They've improved their line this season. That was a major sore point for that team last year. So um, you give Mahomes time to deal from um, – from the backfield. I'm pretty high on Clyde compared to others. I traded for him, obviously. Um, You're going to be hurt by this. We'll see. Somebody's got to take a chance, and uh, I went and got a guy I liked. So, um, and you paid for him. I mean, not yeah. like a... It was an overpay, but not like a crazy overpay. It and was, you, yeah. yeah, and the trade was... You received Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Brian's fourth round from this past draft, and you gave up Marlon Mack, Brian's second round from this draft, and Austin's second round from this draft. So really it was just two seconds, two seconds for Clyde and then a separate Marlon Mack the trade Marlon for Mack a fourth. Was, yeah, just yeah. a flyer. Because yeah. fourths are flyer anyway. So it was George Pickens and ended up being David Bell for Clyde. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I feel fine about that. I think, too, I, I feel like even that aside, though, the even though we're doing the table points instead of fantasy points, I feel like the same same theory applies where it's like, would you rather take one team or the field to finish in Waffle House? And, like, last year, I feel like you and I had fairly similar teams and ability, but, again, like, you just had three players pretty much that consistently got you 20 points every single week and on weeks where the rest of your team played well, you finished seventh, you finished sixth, you finished fifth, even. And on teams where, or on weeks where your teams, those other players didn't perform well, you finished last, you finished second to last, something like that. Where I was just consistently between eighth, ninth, and tenth, like the whole whole year, because I had nobody consistent. So I think it's, I mean, I think there are plenty of teams in this league with the 
the right injury to the right player puts them in Waffle House. Yep, I'm right JT, there with you. JT I, goes down for Austin, Waffle House. I said it earlier in the pod, like, we probably don't know who my Waffle House contender or competition is yet just because Joe Burrow goes down for me. Yeah, It's going to happen to somebody unexpectedly. I want to hear about your taxi squad. I think yeah. yours is probably the most important of all managers in our league just because of your future investment. Um, yeah, so I mean... It's a good-looking taxi squad, if you, you ask have Alec me. Pierce, Jamison Williams, Brian Robinson, and Tyquan Thornton. So I've got three current-day starters, probably, I feel like is safe to say. You like uh, Alec Pierce? Uh, I, like, I him. like him more than like the Colts staff apparently loves him. Yeah. So um, that was a good find at the end of the second round. Jamison hurt to start the year, but... Um, How many if games? He, uh, I mean, it just depends on his recovery I think timeline. I put him on IR, so he'll probably it's like six plus. Yeah, six he is on IR right now, isn't he? He's on pup. Um, so I mean, that one's a, a late season contribution from him, and that's why he's on the taxi squad and not yeah. in my actual roster. Brian Robinson, I mean, his development has happened earlier than I thought it would, but um, you know, it sounds like he might get a lot of the more traditional run play snaps for the. Uh, the Washington Commanders. And then Tyquan Thornton, he was actually kind of showing out um, in preseason and in training camp, but he's injured. So um, I guess lucky in that sense that the guy on my taxi squad got injured rather than someone I have rostered. But uh, you look at the rest of the team, I mean, Pat Mahomes, we know what we're going to get out of him. I've got four other young quarterbacks between Trey Lance to uh, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. Two is going to be good. Just need one of them to become like – a top 15 QB, which I think is extremely doable, even if it's not this year, I think by next year easily. I think it's realistic to think that I could have two out of those young um, four become QB2s or better. Um, and then I think it's also realistic to say one, if not two, will drop off and not be a starter in two to three years. So, you know, it is what it is. But um, one thing I think my team's well positioned for is waiver pickups. I have sacrificable players, which a lot of other teams will not feel uh, as ready for when it's time to pick somebody up. I showed last year that I'm ready to be aggressive using my free agency budget, so I'll go get my guy if I if I think I found one. Speaking of free agency budget, uh, budget in general, can we go over when our budget resets for the regular season? I don't imagine when it starts. Like I would Thursday be, night of week one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, not trying to say my team is not the worst, but just because it is the worst doesn't mean I'm shooting for Waffle House. Um, I mean, yeah, I've expressed that I think uh, punishments are dumb in general, but. Um, that's not changing what, this season. So, what would you prefer the punishment be? I think the punishment is knowing that you don't stand a chance to win any money, and still having to pay the league's dues that year. Like the expected value on my dues for this year is zero dollars. So, uh, I mean, that's a punishment in, in my book at least. Have we? What is? What are the dues this year? I think they're sixty bucks. Sixty, and that's increased. From fifty last year, just okay. to cover the podcast costs. Okay, you guys are expensive. Some of the podcast costs, not everything. 
Yeah, we need to switch over to the annual subscription and then would. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, that's my view on it. It doesn't matter for this year, but um, I'm similar to Matt, though. You'll see me busy in trades throughout the season. Uh, I just have a hard time thinking you won't panic if when it gets close and and be like, if, if you're even within, like, five points, I just think you're you're petrified of going. I think you're, like, now, like, oh, whatever, but I think if it get, when it starts becoming more and more real... I think you're going to be like, oh, fuck, but I'm not going to do this. I, I don't necessarily think it's... I feel like it's more about, like... I somewhat agree with Josh in terms of... I think if you're, like, two table points out of last place, you know, in... Or, two, you know, two table points out of ninth place in, like, week seven, I, I feel like I could see you doing what Josh is talking about. I don't necessarily think you're going to do it just because you're, you I know... Mean, even if I do that, what's panicking look like? Throwing one of my 100 2023 seconds at a player? It's like, okay, cool. I've got a ton of picks. If I use one on some mid-level RB that is, you know, 24 or under, that's not the end of the world to me. I feel like it's more about, like, you would... I don't think it would be you trading for a mid-level player. I think it would be you trying to pry loose a really good player, like, with a severe overpay. I mean, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of what I've done for the last I agree. year and a half. It's, so. not, I agree. it's not about logic. It's about yeah. fear. Okay, yeah. yeah. That <laughs> eating not does not scare me. Okay. I love eating. I love breakfast food in particular. I love this. Yeah, I like the story arc of going to Windsor with you. You getting double waffles. Literally. <laughs> that, that being your yeah. thing. Yeah. And yeah. then now you don't want to go to Waffle House. That's what yeah, you love, man. Windsor. I mean, let's not get it. Twisted, I would love to not go to Waffle House, yeah. but I would not have started the startup draft with my strategy if I didn't acknowledge that it was a strong possibility. When so. would you? So, like, I chose to go to Waffle House in like early January because I wanted to get it over with, and it, it lined up well to do it with like fancy or with NFL playoffs that weekend. When would you do Waffle House? I don't know. I, I've uh, I've got the CFA exam in late February, so maybe I just pick a day in January or February where I'm just gonna study for an entire day I'd be wasting that time anyway so might as well pair studying and waffles together mm-hmm. you know okay. that's a good strategy yeah. yeah yeah. and then you get to poop in the waffle house bathroom too oh. that bathroom. was enjoyable do you think when you nature calls <laughs> would you try to poop there or would you try to hold it you just play it by ear you know, I, Brian? Pooped, I pooped there once just because you had a clear room was it fine yeah it was fine okay. it wasn't terrible I also chose Avon though I was gonna say you just picked the right waffle house we yeah. could go mess the bathrooms up before I'm gonna there you all go. over the seat. <laughs> Just some minor vandalism. I'm gonna clog the toilet. I'm gonna break the pipes so again. Yeah. Bathroom is closed. That would be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners yeah. are loving this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're loving it. This is. Yeah. What any other thoughts, Michael? I'm excited for the season. There is literally no pressure on me, at least in my book. I've constructed my team to not win, so it'll be fun to watch everybody else vie out for the you know, top four, five spots same time watch somebody panic unexpectedly week three or four so i'm ready i think as we wrap up we should each give one hot take for the year Ooh. just scorching hot take for the league i have mine if I, if people want me to start and you want us to be realistic though yeah i mean it, it needs to be aggressive but it doesn't yeah. have to be like unreal so my my hot take is that uh josh finishes the season 
20 table points ahead of second place. You're going to be a little riled up. That's yeah. <laughs> There's a good chance. I think my team is like studs top to bottom. I, and I just think there's too much. There's too, like, you don't have enough variability for it to not happen, and there's too much variability with all the other even good teams that I just think they're, like, as much as I hate saying this, I feel like Josh is going to finish <laughs> first almost every week. And the Dylans, you know, Tommy's, Austin's of the world, you know, whoever else you clump in that top group is going to fluctuate between finishing fourth, finishing seventh, finishing second, all over the place. So that's my that's my scorching hot take. Yeah, like, um, this is more uh, player-based rather than an entire team, but um, I think by, let's just call it week eight, some, some way half, halfway through our fantasy regular season, at that point Dylan will only have one NFL starting quarterback on his team. So I like that too. For those wondering what his QBs are, that's Josh Allen, Carson Wentz, Jimmy G, and Sean Watson. Sean is suspended through week 11. Our playoffs begin in week 14, I believe, so he would only have Deshaun Watson for two games. So, you know, that's not really a part of his regular season story. So then you're really down to um, Josh Allen, Wentz, and Garoppolo. Garoppolo, not in a starting job currently. I don't think it looks like he's going to have one now that we're this close to the season. Carson Wentz, injury history, atrocious at his job, and I think Washington is also kind of pleased with how Sam Howell has looked as a potential backup. We also know they have uh, Taylor Heineke, who's looked serviceable at times. And then Josh Allen, I mean, I'm not really expecting him to get injured, but that is a QB who likes to run a lot. Um, Could just add to the... Uh, sample available of injury-prone plays. So that's that's my take. And, you know, if that happens, he's probably looking at a missed playoff here with a team that's a top-four team, in my opinion. So Good hot take. My hot take would be Matt going to Waffle House. I think his team is... It's weird at the bottom. Those flexes are... Jalen Tolbert in the flex is like... I think his team, you look at it now, and it's it's very middle of the road, and just a couple things go bad. And he's all the way at the bottom. Yeah. That's I just I look at his team and I'm a guy who just looks at names, right? I don't know half his players. And I just and especially with Cordero Patterson, I just I I, I think Matt Matt goes to Waffle House, yeah. Mine is uh I think Sloan will be out of playoff contention by week twelve. I just think uh I think you got five guys that you need absolutely to stay healthy. And McCaffrey, Cook, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and Leonard Fournette. And I'm just so fearful of McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook being able to stay healthy for a whole year. If those two go down, that your team is is middling at best. So I, I I'm playing the injuries and I'm saying I'm I'm happy to, to take that take that out of the I also I, I fear for you with Leonard Fournette because Fournette had like the season of his career last year so duplicating those numbers even if he got as many carries as he did last year would be tough but now I think with Rashad White there too there's just a little bit more competition Rashad White's going to be in there on third downs I don't know I understand that take Josh I do cool so 
Well, we, we'll go over our teams in another time. We talk about our teams enough. Austin, on good. You weren't here, so you don't get to cover it. I think we've spent enough time going over the league. I'm glad we could get all the boys on a pod to talk about it. Any other thoughts from the group before we wrap up? This was the funnest pod I've ever done. Well, that's my <laughs> it thought. It was fun to rotate a minute. Yeah. yeah. And Happy you guys will, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys will you'll hear it in, in when the pod actually comes out. But I, I like the uh, the conversations going on <laughs> during the football game with the other guys who aren't right in front of the mic. Like, like that. that. <laughs> Something just happened. It just adds a good little vibe to this pod, which I think is fun. I'd like to say my dad has always told me I've got a face for radio, so I feel like <laughs> I really fit here. Yeah. Yeah, well, we love having you, Mike. Brian, you too. Yeah, thanks for coming back, Brian. Good to have all you guys. Thanks for listening to the pod. We'll talk to everybody later. Getting ready for the regular season. Yeah, appreciate God bless. it. Bye.